Well, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Radio Anything. I'm your host, Luca, and uh, I hope you guys are all doing amazing. Now, I want to address the elephant in the room that I haven't been on here in a little bit, but, you know, um, I've been awfully sick, if you can hear that from my voice. Uh, I've just come through the fact that I've just had tonsillitis and a terrible chest infection. And I've been off for a couple, and I've been doing a lot of things lately, so this is kind of backtracked, but here we are back again. And uh, we're going to get a lot more chill today for the fact that my voice is uh, still recovering and my body, I'm still recovering in general. But we got some things to talk about from the news and other stuff that I just cannot not talk about. It's something that's just too important. So here we go. So the first thing we have to talk about is I want to address uh, the, if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock news-wise or you haven't been living maybe in the UK at the minute, you will know about the massive Windrush scandal that has been going on lately. Now, the wind, what, what the Windrush was, was back in after the Second World War. We uh, we told many parts of kind of Jamaica and, and um, the West Indies uh, that after the war, because we were part of the, part of the Commonwealth, we said, listen, come over, you can live here. We don't have to, be, don't have to pay a lot. And uh, see how it is. If you have kids, then let them stay in the West Indies for a little bit. See if you want to move here. If you do, then we'll move it. And then your kids can come over. And because 100,000, I think, Jamaicans actually fought in the war with us. So it was a big moment. And then this kind of problem around, uh, became real when... Um, Theresa May, who was the leader of the Home Office, or the, yeah, the leader of the Home Office at the time, secretly uh, took away any protection that the kids had, or any people from the Windrush generation had, uh, to stay in this country. So they basically said, we demand to see things from over about 40 years ago, or more of, uh, they wanted four things of each year to prove that you're a British citizen. And it's just ridiculous. And there's a, if you go, I, I recommend anyone who wants to see this. It's on YouTube. It's by, I think, the BBC. And it was, uh, it's, it was just right, David Lammy Windrush. And you'll see, and it's him saying to Amber Rudd in the House of Commons, this whole speech of his. And it is so perfect. And it is so... You, you watch it and you really realise how horrible this is to so many people. People being forced back to countries they never lived in. They've lived in their whole lives. So it's it's tough and it's such a horrible thing to hear and I cannot believe it. I really cannot. And it really, every time I hear this kind of stuff, it makes me hate being a British citizen sometimes. It really makes me go, God, God, no, why? First Brexit, now this, you know what I mean? It's just it's ridiculous. It's so horrible and I hate it to bits, but, you know, here we are and that's what we've got to live with. And, yeah, so, um, speak up, tell me about how you feel about the Windrush, uh, Windrush, um, if you want to defend your argument, if you're mad enough to, uh, about that, it's a good thing, if you don't, that's completely, and you completely agree with me that it's a horrible thing, then do tell, send it to me, tell me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and Instagram, uh, might be the easiest way to contact me, um, and yeah, it's um, it's tough. It's so painful to listen to here in the UK, but there we are.
Another thing happening is that I heard that uh, Trump will be coming to the UK, I think, in July. Not for a state visit. The Queen has to give a state visit, but sadly, fortunately enough, she's not willing to give him one, so that's good. Because, you know, he's a, a, a hate Trump with an iron fist. He's such a terrible president. And, you know, even though he's still saying that he, um, he never had sex with Stormy Daniels, but I can see it. It looks like it's pretty much done for him. And that's just the honest truth. He's just a terrible human. And I can't understand it. I really can't understand this man. This man, God, is the president. I mean, we don't have to remember this. He's the president of the United States. This is the president of the United States. 45th president. We've had the most incredible president. They've had the most incredible presidents. And now they have Trump. And they believe that this man is going to save America. Or as he says, make America great again. Never going to happen. Never going to happen in a heartbeat. So stupid. So stupid. Hate these, I hate the Americans for that. But you know what? Problem was is that Obama really couldn't do anything because, uh, not cabinet, what the hell was it called? Because the capital was against him. He, he didn't have enough support inside a part of the side of the government. So couldn't really push anything. So a lot of Americans believe that Trump would. A lot of boomtown Americans, people who have been outside of the grid, and so we say in quotations, the fact that they're still kind of in little towns that are very big and the oil industry was huge or the car manufacturing industry was huge. No, it's not. Something like, I don't know, even like Detroit. Detroit's slowly getting better, but it was once at a terrible time and Detroit still is pretty much a shit of. But there we are and that's nothing we can do about it. And yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's all we can uh, really say. We just got to hope and pray that... um. That it works out. I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't. The World War Three is, is something that's never going to happen. I can't see it. North Korea is not going to bomb America or Russia because they know they'll get destroyed. And I don't think America. Even though Trump is an idiot, I don't think America would let him to bomb North Korea and end the world. Or anyone. I don't think it's going to happen. So yeah, I think at this point he should stop being president there are so many times where he's had the choice to you know leave the White House the Oval Office but he's not going to I think he's going to run his four years of nothing he's already what a year into it so it's fine I don't think he's going to maybe he'll get out second or third year I don't know just that's the way to see it that way um next up we have sports now, I mainly stick to football when it comes to this because it's the most popular thing to talk about. Though, interestingly, a friend of mine, a close friend of mine named Christian, he was a rugby player for... Wichester? I can't remember the name of the team now. Family friend he is. And um, he did an amazing tackle and it got filmed and then it went viral sport-wise on YouTube. And then basically, if you want to read it, uh, it's on The Guardian. And uh, it's very interesting. Um, just look up Guardian NFL trial star, UK trial star, and or just look up uh, the Guardian Christian NFL, and you'll find it. And it's it's him 
He uh, he has been supposedly kind of uh, he was training the thing with the dolphins on this kind of intensive course to see if he can maybe become an NFL player. And I can't really say too much, but all I can say is that I do believe he may actually uh, be getting into a team. I think he may have been drafted into a team. Hasn't been announced yet, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. It's going to go a bit dark at the minute, but we'll have to wait and see. But other than that, uh, I am we're going to talk about football for a, little, for a very short amount of time in this section. And that is the big thing for me, is obviously I'm going to have to stick very quickly to my team, uh, Chelsea SA. We're in a bit of a serious dilemma. We are fifth. Uh, don't think we're going to make top four. I think we'll, get, I think we'll make Europa League. Um, and the big question is, is I think it's just gonna. I think, I think Antonio Conte, our manager, sorry, our manager will leave. I think he will leave. I don't think we have another choice. I mean, he has determined it. I mean, he may stay actually, but I can see him leaving. It's, it's just paying the money and making him leave. It's painful with Chelsea. It is a painful thing to do. I don't know whether. You know, what on earth is going through Chelsea's head at the minute, but I think we're just going to have to try and invest in some new players, sell some other players, revamp the squad and move on. Try and win the league again. That's all we got. That's all we can really do. And then a big uh, sporting thing um, over the past few weeks now is that Arsene Wenger, the Arsenal manager of 22 years, this will be his final season there. I think he actually will go to a new team. There are rumours they will actually go to a new team. We don't know where, but that's what I'm just going to have to see him wait. So 22 years, won the title, I think, twice, and won the FA Cup 11 times, a ridiculous amount. Never won a European Cup. Which is why tonight it's Atletico uh, Madrid versus Arsenal in the Europa League semis. And I'm just kind of hoping that they don't actually make it. I think I want to I'm gonna hope and pray that Arsenal lose. That's the prayer. That's the big prayer I'm focusing on. Because I don't really want to, I don't like Arsenal Manga, obviously, because I'm a Chelsea fan, so I don't really want them to win a European title. We won the Champions League and the Europa League. We don't want them to win either. Yeah, but that was the big thing. And uh, when he went to Old Trafford, he got given a terrible looking trophy. Looked like a VAR base or something. I don't know. Really shite. It probably looks Fuck you, Wenger from Fergie. Uh, yeah. And then. That's really much it in sports at the minute. There isn't a lot going on other than just teams being relegated. We're in fifth. Man City won the league. It's just a boring season. Pretty much been a boring season nonetheless. And then, um, yeah, that's been it. And now to move on to uh, the uh, gaming section of this small, short podcast today. And that is, um, my the question for me is, well, the big dilemma I have is that over the past few years, there's been a terrible problem. Games seem to be coming out, and they just seem to almost be like they've been forced out, or they're just not ready. Create, game creators seem to put out games way before them when they should, and it's kind of a bit like, you know, we don't mind. We'll happily wait. Put something like um, Grand Theft Auto V by Rockstar, which is the only kind of my favorite company right now. They took... They, four years to five years to develop the game and it was uh, they delayed it about three four times to fix some things and add make sure it was the most realistic GTA they could make and people were happily waiting 
Oh, something like The Witcher 3 had, uh, it had a slight graphics downgrade, fair enough, and it had, um, it was, um, it was delayed, I think, twice over about five, five, six months, because I wanted to make sure it was fully complete, but we were happy to wait. And now the newest one, obviously, is Red Dead Redemption 2, was supposed to come out, I think, December of 2017, delayed till spring 2018, now has been, was delayed until August, autumn of 2018, and now it's officially been announced, I think yesterday it got announced, it's October 26th of 2018, so I'm excited for that. I'm really excited, I've heard a lot of great things about the game. I think IGN have seen about 45 minutes of actual game footage, and they said that there's now kind of, oh, and because you're kind of a big outlaw, and you're in uh, a big gang, it is kind of like there'll be new ways to talk. So if you have, you're kind of holstering a lot more of a open position. People will be kind of a little bit more hesitant to talk to you. If you got your hand on the gun, it'll be a lot more hesitant. I think they said also there's new, there's different, now we're adding different ways of talking to people. So you can be quite intimidating, quite calm or quite funny. I think that's what they're kind of going for it. So you can either people be relaxed with you. And it's all depending, also, the characters will be different. NPCs will be different to you. So big, tougher guys, they'll be hard to do. We may have a wimp, and they'll be like, just intimidate them, and they'll give you your money. Without even taking out your gun, as well as then also taking out your gun and shooting people. And also, there'll be bounties on your head and people. There's this whole idea, I think they're saying, that they're going to make it be like... It will be, um, oh, that it will be, um, if you have big bounties on your head, it will be like big, or like big, um, NPCs will come and try and hunt you down over a certain amount of time. Which is cool. I think it's really interesting. There's a load of other stuff as well. You're wielding this kind of stuff. And the detail is incredible. And people have asked, you know, is the trailers, you know, is that what it's going to look like? And they've said, we promised that the campfire scenes, there's a lot of scenes. All the, I think, most of them, or them? Or I think the, this trailer now, all of those scenes are in-game footage. That is in-game footage running on a PS4 Pro, I think. They say a standard PS4 Pro, it's going to be PS4 Pro, but I'm going to play on PC, so that'll be good. Uh, yes, being a PC, uh, little announcement, if you're interested, I am moving from console for the first time ever to uh, PC gaming for my birthday. That'll be my big thing. Um, I'm excited. I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to take a little while to get adjusted to PC gaming, but I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to do it. It's going to be fun. But here's my thing. Going back to what we were talking about, I hate it that these there are games that come out, and I can understand something like early access is understandable. Okay, we understand it's an early access game, but some games come out and you just go, it's an, a broken mess. A couple of years ago, it was Battlefield Four. They had, I think, um, someone who can show the anger that it brought out was something like Angry. If you look up on YouTube, Angry Joe um, Battlefield 4 crashes, you can see that his angry rant towards the instability of when Battlefield 4 first came out. And Battlefield 4 is a fantastic game, still a fantastic game, still played massively, but when it first came out, he had about seven, eight crashes I'm trying to play it over like the first day, first, two, first few weeks, so it was annoying. Understandable. But something like for me, the two big games I can really see are we'll talk about both of them very quickly. On P on PlayStation side, the Sony side, it's No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky was a big problem. No Man's Sky was shown at E3 2014. And it was this this is going to be the biggest and best space exploration game in the world. 
because it was going to be, I think, 36 quintillion planets to find. It's an infinite universe kind of idea. It's so big. It's not, it's not like an infinite in over-expanding world. It is literally the same amount of planets. But all of them are randomly generated. So every time you go back to a planet, it'll be different. It'll be slightly generated in a different way. Like, not massively. It'll just be things won't look in the same, won't be in the same place they were before. But they said it was going to be lots of different wildlife, different planets. So you can have like sand planets, water planets, underwater planets, like entire civilizations underwater in the sky or something like that. You know, different ship types, different races. Everyone have a different personality. And this big thing at the center of the universe. And it was this beautiful thing. And I stupidly pre-ordered the game. Both of the games were stupidly pre-ordered. This cost me £60. This was, six, this was a £60 game and it was painful to do. Because it came out and it was a great first few hours. And then it was fucked. Completely. Because I realised there was nothing else to do. You went in, you mined, you made money. You bought jump packs. You upgraded your ships over a slight amount of our near ship and just went on. The inventory system was ridiculous. Everything was ridiculous. Now supposedly, I know it's coming now out for Xbox One as well. And I know that it's... Um, they're trying to do a thing. Because it's been like, I think, two years since it came out. Back in 2016, yeah. Yeah, two years now. And uh, I know that they're doing a thing called No Man's Sky Next, which isn't a brand new game. It's going to be a free update, and it's going to add a ton of things, a massive amount of things. And it will begin, and people are saying it's going to begin to look like what the original promise was. And I go, well, why didn't we just wait? Couldn't we have just waited, like, instead of sending out to patch the game, just give it another year or two? I would have happily waited. Sure, I've been a bit impatient. I would happily waited for the game to come out properly, instead of this terrifying, terrible deck dem tech demo of a game two years ago. And now I've had to wait months to do it. I might—I'm not gonna lie. I might buy it on Steam because I know it's gonna be cheap. I know it's like ten quid on there, but for Xbox One, PS4, it's now forty pounds. So I'm like, listen, it's gonna be only Steam sales on one. If it's like six quid, I'll happily buy it and play Skirt and that last guy next on a big screen. That'd be great. I'll enjoy that. That'd be fun. Um, really also want to play um, a lot of other games, a ton of other games, good, great games on Steam, like um, Star Citizen and Ellie Dangerous. But anyway, it's just, it was a terrible game and I'm so angry at this because I don't want this to become a thing where like, say, Crackdown 3, oh, there's like four missions, like you gotta wait until the next update, and you're like, oh my god, it's £60 for this game? You gotta be kidding me. But the big game for me, Microsoft, that was being a failure on Microsoft's part, is Rares, Sea of Thieves, and um, someone I know will maybe a bit shocked by that, by that word, as she knows that I actually praised the game at the beginning. That was a really fun game. But I've come to the realization that it is exponentially the, the most lackluster, boring, underdeveloped, undercooked, shallow game I've ever played. I've never played a more shallow game in my life. Because here's what you do in Sea of Thieves. You spawn on a ship with either friends or with either four friends, two, three friends, two friends or yourself on, the, on either a galleon or a sloop. Sloop being the small ship, galleon being the big one. You then go, you start an outpost, you get gold holder missions or order of souls where you collect chests to do through maps and riddles. Order of souls, 
where you basically go on terrible bounties, killing the most brain-dead NPC skeletons, and bring the skulls back to them, and then they'll give you money and level up on their as a member of their cult, as well as in Gold Hoarders. Or the Merchant Alliance, where basically you can get, where you basically get crates, you get certain types of pigs and chickens, and you go back and give it to them, sell them to them, and then that's it. That's all that's in the game. You go from island to island, this thing is tiny, and it's just like, oh, that's it. And they was holding it, oh, pirate legend, and I know it is a thing, and I know you have to try and build a pirate legend, and then you'll get given the cool, you know, extra things and a whole kind of game and stuff. But man, I wanted a story. I would have at least wanted maybe something of a story or interesting facts or different enemy types, something to make this game worthwhile. And annoyingly, I'll purchase this pre order game, it costs 40 quid. And it is so painful to just sit here and go, good lord, this is just. A terrible, such a lackluster game, and obviously they've said they're going to make big updates. We're going to have enemies, skeletons, there'll be ghost ships, and there'll be new ships we're creating, like, and they're making a six-man squad ship, and different types of ships and stuff, and I'm just sad, like, oh, I can't be asked around, because there's just no point. And sadly, it's not even my, my being, not even Rare's fault, it's just Microsoft's for wanting to push this game out so hard. To try and bring it out because it was an Xbox One exclusive, so we had to bring it out. We had to bring it out to try and you know boost that price, and it did massively, but it was massive failure. Massive, massive, massive failure. And that's why I'm excited for Steam because I know that if you don't like the game, you can actually you can actually I think over like you don't like it within ten days or something like that, like five, ten days you can refund it. So if I don't like a game, I'm just going to refund it immediately and then buy a different game through with Steam credit, install credit. So yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that. Cough. Um, that's that's going to be it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any other questions, um, please do tell me by telling me a reply. And your question of the uh, week, and tell me about it, is um, what do you think about the fact, uh, what's your opinion on games being undercooked and pushed out because big game because big companies need it and would you move to PC from console if you could and if so what would you want to do with it what would you want to do with the PC would you want to play VR would you want to do what kind of games would you want to play that's my question would you want to play first person shooters simulators VR space games sports games you tell me so yeah, those are the multiple questions this week. So those are, what do you think about games being undercooked and being brought up when they should just have more time? Would you move to PC gaming if you had the financial support or if you had the time or the money? And would you, what kind of games would you play or what kind of games do you play on either console or PC? So tell me about it. I'd love to hear. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys very, very soon.